Welcome back to Talk of the Now podcast with Gene, and we have Jason. Jason, what's happening? Nothing much, sir. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Just uh, cruising along, you know, doing yeah, doing whatnot. Um, how are things? How are you? How was that? What's up? Oh, not much. Just uh, just you know, living, nothing, living the life, living life, living the life, living the Viva Loca. We are um, <clears throat> approaching, are we? Let's see. March. This is March, April, May, June. Wait a minute. <laughs> April, May, June. In about less than four months, we will have a year of Talk of the Now podcast. Woo-hoo! And I tell you, it's uh, interesting because I feel like I'm sort of in that um, funk with it right now, if that makes sense. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in a funk with it right now, kind of deciding if I want to continue on with the same direction that we've been going. Um, okay. I think so. It just sort of, it's nothing like burnout. It's sort of like more of a, um, you know, don't want to keep going. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I think you're good at it. You, just, you know, I think, uh, I think it's, uh, it seems to be, Seems to be well doing well. I mean, as far as like the content goes. Yeah. Got over 500 downloads now. There you go. Somebody's listening. Somebody is. Yeah. I don't know who, but somebody. <laughs> Somebody's out there listening. <laughs> somebody, somebody. I mean, you know, that's just, I'm talking out loud. This is a little insider information. Just talking out loud. Maybe talking we'll, out loud. Maybe way we'll to talk. talk more offline, as they say. <laughs> We share all of our covert information offline. That's right. I had one of those. Jason does not have kids, people. Um, Jason, <laughs> I had one of those. I had one of those. Um, every parent probably has these. This situation things happen today. Um, went into my kid's room this afternoon after they've been in there for a little while by themselves. <laughs> um, and uh, lo and behold, it was crayon day. And they hey! had uh, drawn on the walls. It was... <clears throat> that was fun to have that talk little jackson pollocks yeah <laughs> yes some screw it was a uh, which by the way have an eraser here erasers are very good for getting uh, crayon off walls by the way but they're not so good if you have wood that hasn't been stained but if it's you know the other stuff it's pretty easy to erase off so going for going for a dark stain now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh, well you know anyway so <laughs> That's uh other other than that and and cleaning up pee every now and then. Jason, you got a lot to look forward to if you ever have kids. <laughs> oh yeah, he sells it so well. <laughs> he does. He sells it so well. And that's and that's the clean stuff. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 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 ups and downs, but it's great. You know, they're rewar- they're rewarding. It's rewarding to have kids. Oh yeah. Um well, Jason, I got nothing tonight. So, um, yeah, you know, nothing. I, I'm right. going to turn it over to you. And we haven't we're done gonna, this in a while. And we're going to call I'm, this good, good talk, Gene. Good talk. Yeah. Good talk. <laughs> Have a nice day. And thank you for joining. Talk, talk of the cast now. <laughs> so, I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to Rank Amateur. Um, just kidding. All right. No, that, that's, a, that's an adequate description. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to hand it over to you and I'm going to let you choose the fun topic because I kind of want a fun topic. It hasn't been my greatest day today, but I want it to be a fun topic. So fun topic. Okay. So give me, I want to let you, and let's see, you know what, before we do that here, I'm going to write something down. 
so fun topic. So we can't talk about the infield fly rule. <laughs> and honestly, we really can't talk about baseball right now. Um, I'm so, going to write down before you say anything. Let's see. No, go ahead. Um, I'm going to write down three things. Oh boy. So that I'll have proof that I wrote it down without saying that I knew that. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Okay. It's writing, folks. In case yes. you Let's have some air, uh, silent air for about three minutes just to see whatever happens. Jason, um, yeah, go ahead. Tell me what, what do you think. I want to give you – I mean, if you need a second, but uh, go ahead and tell me what uh, you'd like to talk about. Well, that's a hard one. It's a – we're going to talk spiritual gifts tonight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and wh- which ones still exist and which ones don't. Uh, you mean for so you or anybody? For anybody. Uh, <laughs> so that would be a good one. Huh? Which yeah. spiritual gifts has Jason lost? Have I lost? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, left them in my other purse. I don't know. Well, as soon as you uh, tell me, I'm going to tell you what the three things I wrote down were. So go ahead. Okay. Do you need more time? Do you want me to? Do you want me to talk about my favorite vacation while you're thinking about it? You know, I was gonna, I was gonna mention travel as a possibility. Uh huh. About interesting places we've been. Like maybe where's the most interesting place you've been? If you had to pick an interesting being interesting to you, you know, that doesn't have to be interesting to anybody else. But you know, what is what is your most interesting place you've ever visited, Gene? Wait, so this is your topic or this is because you said you think this might be one that you were thinking. Yeah, about. I was thinking about it, but yeah. So the travel topic. Travel That's topic. Your okay. Most interesting place uh, you've traveled. No, I'm asking you, but this is your topic. Okay. For me, um, I would no, have to say. No, I'm asking. No, I'm you're asking, asking me what if... is the topic? <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll call that. We'll go most interesting no, place you've traveled. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. That well, is the, the topic. The three things that I wrote down were my three prediction of what you might think what you might want to talk about. I was going to see if I could get it. And I sort of came close. I think I might be in the ballpark with what your top would, since you said uh, your favorite place to travel, I think I'm in the ballpark. I didn't, I didn't land on it, but I think I am. <laughs> I three, I, I predicted that you would want to talk about something from college. Um, oh, okay. Something good. to do with racing or a movie topic. Those were my uh, three that I, that I had predicted that you would, uh, all right. Well, yeah, that might actually be better. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is we're really organized, folks. Um, wait, wait, are you what are you doing? A pulling you up, do an audible up. on me and change it? Yeah, well, we could we could talk about two different things. Whoa! Hey, Jay, this is your topic now, so you tell me. All right, I don't, all right. I don't know. So we, we're going to talk about two different things. First topic. Okay. Topic number one. Where is the most interesting place you've traveled? Okay. To Gene. I'm going to have to think about that because I am unfortunately a, not a well-traveled man. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, interesting is interesting. It doesn't have to be like any like foreign land or any of that, you know. Yeah, yeah no, no, sure. Um, <clears throat> I really don't. of interesting here in the U.S., you know. No, yeah, I, I don't really feel like I've traveled to many interesting places, frankly speaking. But um. I think that I have traveled to one place that's interesting to me um, okay. because it's the closest that I've came to a um, remote island. 
Like I've okay. always wondered what it's like to go to like Fiji and go to somewhere where you know the nearest human is like 50 miles from you or 100 miles from you. I have no <laughs> idea what that feels like. I got a feeling it probably feels very lonely or weird. Um, but I did go to an island that's it wasn't remote when I went there, but it is remote as far as industrialization. There, there okay. are no restaurants on this island. There are no hotels. I don't even know if there's, a, I don't even think there's a campsite, but it's Honeymoon Island down in Florida. Oh, wow. Never heard it, of it. You never heard of it. Um, so what do you do there? <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't go on your honeymoon because they don't have, honey, they don't have um, hotels <laughs> or a campsite Which, that I know of. Honeymoon Island is, I'm actually looking it up on my phone right now to give you the exact um, location. It's in the Tampa Bay kind of area. Oh, okay. And I highly recommend checking it out if you ever want to go somewhere that um, it's the closest that I've come to a place where it's Honeymoon Island State Park and it's basically on um, I, I'd say Doonton, Florida is the city which is basically Ooh. kind of outside the Clearwater area, you know, just north of um, Tampa St. Pete. Hmm. And it was a great little, it's a great little Island. Like there is nothing there. It's just Island. And you can pretty much walk the distance of it. Oh, I'd say give or take about, it's about three miles to get to them. Like you hmm. basically go over a bridge um, to get to it. And then, there might be a little bit of buildup when you first get onto the island, but there's not much. I mean, I, I guess there might be a few houses there, but then you go over to the actual state park area. And in that state park area, there's nothing. It's just woods and it's just sand and that's it. Hmm. Now, it now, there were plenty of people walking around on it, but you didn't. Right. So to me, that was very interesting. And there, there were a lot of shells and everything and, so oh. now, and it, now it did feel like a really long walk, but you get to the end of the island and it's just sort of like this little sand area. And you're like, wow, there's no hotel right there. There's no beach comb. I mean, well, there's beach combers, but nothing else, you know? Hmm. So that's pretty boring, but that's probably one of the most interesting <laughs> places I've been. Yeah. Um, I would say probably aside from new Orleans at night, um, <laughs> Mm, and yeah various levels of interesting there um interesting slash disturbing um i would say probably japan um being the furthest away i've been also but i went to um to basically gotemba japan which is way outside of tokyo near near the base of mount fuji um closest i've ever been to a volcano um and so I was right. This does relate to my racing topic. And we can segue right into that. <laughs> um, now, um, it was a racing oriented um, thing yeah, that you were uh, sort of. To yeah, it was at a track. There, right? It was at a track, but it was, a, yeah, it was an automotive theme. Yeah, it was Toyota's uh, World Convention. Um, as far as I know, the last time they had it, actually, they haven't had it since. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was in Gotemba, uh, Oyama, Gotemba, Japan, which is where Fuji Speedway is. Uh, it's about a four-hour trip from Tokyo um, or 45 minutes by bullet train because we figured that out. We got on the bullet train and rode that back into Tokyo one day because we had the day off. So I got to walk all around Tokyo, which was very interesting. And then there was um, 
yeah, Gotemba itself was kind of nice because I was there and not many people spoke English. Like Tokyo, everybody speaks English. There's English on signs. So, you you know, you're a you're in a touristy area. But out in Gotemba, you're like in a normal, like a Japanese small town, probably about the size of, I'd say, Macon, maybe. Macon size. And mm. yeah, you literally, I went looking for sinus medicine one night because I had dry sinuses. And that was a challenge. <laughs> I mean, it was a challenge walking around there, um, trying to to do that. But it was kind of nice to feel odd, I guess, in a place. Because, you know, we go to Europe or something, we can kind of blend in. You know, we tend to look like everybody else. But over there, I definitely don't. <laughs> and it was nice to be that that, that real kind of foreigner. So, yeah, I would say that's the most interesting place. Probably the most overly polite place I've ever been to, too. Everybody's so polite in Japan. That is interesting. Um, like, too, like, painfully polite. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I'm fine. No, I'm good. Uh, you know, but it was it was interesting, yeah. Well, maybe one night we can talk more in depth about your experience there. Yeah, um, I mean, it was fun. It was a it was a good it was a good trip. You know, I just got uh, what got paid, um, paid to be there. <laughs> what advice do you give people when they're wanting to visit Tokyo? Wanting to visit Japan altogether, take more time than we did. We were only there for six days. And there wasn't uh, enough, huh? Right. And, you know, and, and take your time and go somewhere else besides Tokyo. Um, Tokyo was great. Don't get me wrong, but I, I would say probably don't spend more than a day in Tokyo, and, but spend more of the time out in the countryside touring that part of Japan because it was just, it was gorgeous. Okay. Well, knowing that it's a very different culture, then what do you advise people to, you know, should they take something with them that they know they're not going to get there? Should they? Should they be um, be careful about this or that? I mean, just know. I mean, honestly, you have to be less careful about food there because the food is so fresh. It's also good. Like it's it's like literally, there's little farms in every town, and most of the food for restaurants in that town come from those farms. So it's it's farm to table. Um, I would say, you know, just just remember certain customs. Don't point in Japan. You always, you do this to show somebody somewhere, like you move your hand like this, show the palm of your hand, little things like that, you know? I was just curious if you could like, you know, tell your, tell yourself before you went, Hey, try to do this, you know, or whatever. Uh, well, I was close to Fuji, so I would probably have done the Fuji hike. Mm. Um, had I, you know, uh, we actually had to do a volcano evacuation drill for the event, which was kind of funny. Huh. Um, first time I ever had to do that. Um, but uh, is there, I mean, is there a way to keep the lava from melting you faster? I don't know. Not really. We were pretty much screwed um, <laughs> if it did erupt. So pyroclastic flow would have gotten us definitely. Yeah. Um, but it was just more for morale. Find the fastest car and floor it. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say, I would say understand that they are very polite and kind of respect that. Um, you know, don't say let's go eat Japanese food because there it's just food. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, they're just very traditional. And when you're in another country like that, you respect their traditions. Um, and I don't think any of Jap Japan's traditions are really, you know, like straining on us as Americans. Um, the other thing is make sure you have a bag to put your trash in because Tokyo doesn't have any trash cans around. 
Um, and that's not for a cultural thing. That's because when they had the bombs go off in the subway, they were put in trash cans. So they just moved all the trash cans to the city. So <laughs> Okay. So if you're eating takeout, like, and you're walking down the street, what do you do with your box? You've got to carry it. Just carry it back to your hotel or whatever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but whatever you do, do not drop litter. Do not litter in Japan. It is also one of the cleanest places you've ever been to. Yeah. Um, uh, that's different. That's a lot different than America. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of respect involved. Um, and, you know, you just give it back to them. Like when you give somebody, because you're going to carry around. Oh, that's the other thing. They don't have paper money is not really used. So you use, it's all change. It's all in coins. Okay. So when you go to buy something, most likely you put it in a tray and then they take the tray, the little tray and pick it up from there. Ah. You don't hand them the, the change to their hand. Huh. They don't want, they don't like that. So they just, because money, they say money is, and they're probably right about this. Money is one of the dirtiest things because it goes from hands to hands. Sure. Um, but you have, they have a little change, thing, a little tr- tray that looks like something that one of our bills for dinner would come in. You know, you put your card in. So there's little things like that. So just, you know, just be prepared for that and always check your conversion rate. So you know how much money you're going to have. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's kind of cool though, because um, I like the whole respectful thing because mm-hmm. we've lost a lot of that in America and Agreed. especially in cities, but you know, there were a time where you would see an old man or old lady. I mean, I still do it, but you, you, you just, you, you know, you kind of show respect. You make eye t- contact, maybe nod your head or whatever, you know, and, you're sort of giving a salute in some ways saying, you know, hello, Mr. Or Mrs. Emeritus. Thank you for, you know, building, yeah. building our society or country, you know, you're right. And I think that um, that's, we've lost a lot of that in America. The other thing is when you get ready, if you go into a pachinko game place, it's like exactly. they're um, it's like they're kind of um, pinball gambling type thing with tiny little steel balls is the noisiest <laughs> place you'll ever go into. Um, okay. Make, yeah. Make sure you make sure you understand when you go in there, you actually have to buy the pachinko balls themselves. You can't just go over there and try to. There's no place to put money in the machine itself. We're not used to that. Hmm. Um. So that, but it, it it's nerve wrackingly loud. I'll just say that we went into one and it was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just too noisy. Um. I've seen those pachinko games when I go into um gas stations. They look weird. Yeah. And very rare around here, but um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, they, I mean, they're, they're, they're neat. You can buy one. They're, they're pretty, pretty interesting, but it's basically like intense pinball upright, intense pinball. Um, but then um, what's the other thing that the other thing I was going to say is make sure you plan your route, especially if you're going in Tokyo, make sure you plan your trip because it is information overload. It's just like you think when you see movies or TV shows or something in, tokyo it's signs everywhere it's so much stuff wait are they are they similar to korea like they're the type of people that have these weird like you see weird um like stuffed animals in places you shouldn't or like you mm-hmm. know like is it that kind of thing too there yeah okay yeah, it's like much. you know like i don't know it's like you go into a gas station or a garage and there might be like um stuffed animals along the walls and things like that yeah. or, okay oh yeah well, we're thinking about weird might as well go there um restrooms over there are interesting um you know your your toilets most of them have the bidet options uh familiarize yourselves with them before you touch a button unlike me who was sitting on there in his jeans just trying to look and go okay why is the shower button why do i have to operate the shower from the toilet oh no it's a wider angled spray 
of a bidet. And I soaked my <laughs> no, jeans Jason, down. Uh, it is not a water fountain, Jason. Uh, no, no, you wouldn't want that. It's scented, <laughs> heated, it's scented and heated, which is weird. Um, <laughs> but in the public bathrooms, if you just go to a regular public bathroom, they have the stand over it and squat bathrooms. Like it looks like a, ur- a tiny urinal on the floor mm. and you have to hover. I'm, okay. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying I was, I had to go to the bathroom and then I went in there and I was like, nope, I don't have to go that bad. I don't have to go um, that bad. So, you know, there's, there's things like that, but honestly get out of the city and go see rural Japan. I didn't do that as much. I had to see it from the bullet train and it, yeah, if you get a chance, go on the bullet train. It's, it's the smoothest riding thing you've ever been on. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, but, and we clocked it going to, I think it was 260 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> so, but you don't feel like it. You feel like you're going 40, <laughs> you know, it's maglev. So it's really neat, but yeah, get a chance to, and if you're getting on that, make sure you, wherever you're going, you, you plan your route, like your, which train to get on where, because if a friend of ours hadn't have done that, I, we'd have been lost because everything would start to look the same, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, Sorry, right, anyway, Jason. Well, there's, what's there's your, your, what? Yeah, go ahead. There's a, there's a Japan in a nutshell. There's right a, there. Japan in a nutshell. What would we can skip the um the episode about Japan because you've just told us everything. There it is. That's all you need to know right there. Um, <laughs> so, what's your topic number two? Topic number two. Dose. Topic number two. Um, craziest thing that happened to you in college, Gene. Uh huh. So you went that route, huh? Yeah, through your curveball. Craziest thing. I had very few crazy things happen to me in college. Actually, it's quite boring. You know, imagine that. A boring person not having many exciting things happen to him in college. <laughs> um, boy, I have to I have to go back into the recesses of my mind to get that one. Um, you know, I honestly did not have too many crazy things. I had like as far as you know, crazy things happening to me. Um, I saw some crazy, a few little crazy things. Um, I mean, I could think of a few. I don't know. It kind of it kind of depends on what direction you want to go in. Like, I had a crazy friend dramatic thing happen one time. Um, you may not want to hear that one. Or, I'd, I'd say the funniest crazy thing I had was watching a guy. Um. I guess, you know, I didn't do the fraternity thing. I know you did. And I know they do. They can make them do some weird stuff sometimes. And I remember watching, going from class to class, I think coming out of my English class one day, walk out of the, you know, the breezeway and you're going up this little step way up to the main thoroughfare, you know, walkway that people walk up and down the way <clears throat> around campus. And suddenly this guy comes by on a, um, on a bicycle yelling something like, and there's a guy behind him, but the guy yelling had a, a, um, a paper bag over his head and that was it. (laughs) So this is like in the middle of changing classes. So that was one of the crazier things that I saw. It's like, okay, there's a guy, he's not really streaking. I mean, he's streaking, but he's on a bicycle and he's just going across campus. I guess he wants to show everybody his, his nude, his nude self. Oh, he was Um, nude. That's yeah, like he only had a. You didn't say that part. He only. I did. I said oh. he only had a. He only, only had, a paper bag. Oh, he had a paper oh, bag over. Because at first that I was, was like, it. okay, it's just a dangerous <laughs> bike ride. Oh no, it's a dangerous no. bike ride on other levels. Yeah, yeah, he was nude, and it was like there were probably more than a hundred people walking around trying to change classes. So, you know, and the sad fact of the matter is, he may not have made it into that fraternity. <laughs> it's probably just a pledge exercise thing. Oh, it's obviously hazing, but still. 
Yeah. Um, we, we didn't do that kind of crap. Um, but we were actually literally a Christian based one. So, um, uh, that hadn't been the craziest thing. I'd say that was the craziest thing that I saw. Yeah. Um, I have, I've, I've got a lot of them. Um, I only need one, Jason. Well, I'm kidding. My topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could sum up some. Well, you got uh, to put an S on that thing then. That's true. I mean, aside from the times that we would, because I went to school at Troy in Alabama and you know, we were only two hours away from Destin, Panama City, that area. So all the 30A communities, you know, Seaside. And it was back then it was just Seaside. But um, yeah, so we would always have this idea at like nine o'clock at night to go, hey, let's go down there and go to Destin to the donut hole and, you know, kind of stuff, which is why, you know, when we would, it's going to come back around. Uh, <laughs> no, anyway, I'll say that's why I would say, hey, let's go to the donut hole. When we went down to, you know, a couple of those beach communities one more times because I was like, oh, I remember coming down here in college. Um, but so that was crazy because the drive back was always worse because, you know, there were four of us and all of us drove on a two hour drive at different times because we were so tired. Um, but then there was a time we had we sat through Hurricane Opal coming through uh, Panama City, which means Troy's in the northeast quadrant. Oh, Once by the, the way, I... you remind me of another one. Remind me of a hurricane that I went through. Okay. Yeah. So Troy, being that the eye went through Panama City, that means Troy's in the northeast quadrant of the hurricane, which is one of the worst for tornado-causing areas. So it came straight up 231, basically. Um, that whole night was crazy. The most water I've ever seen in a few hours. I mean, it was so much water that it came up under under the walls and flooded our social room. And our Did it flood house. all your cars out? No, not quite. Um, luckily, the cars for the most part were fine except for some debris but except for one of our pledges who parked his car in between the houses and the tree fell on it but um did you have to get fans and blow all your your carpet down to dry it out and stuff luckily we no luckily we mostly had um vinyl flooring um but we built a towel levee with every towel in the house in the social room to try to so it was just uh, somebody took a picture of it i wish i could somebody would come up with that picture on one of our alumni things because it was like this massive towel levee it looks like some weird like indoor pond yeah that's pretty crazy <laughs> so we had to have you know we had a guy come out later on and check the you know the wood for rot and all that because it came up under the baseboard so what do you do wow. um but yeah so that night there was three tornadoes that came through troy and we saw one wow. of them we saw one of them hit the band practice building which is a big deal because Troy is a huge like marching band school. This was at night. Yeah. Is it and easy to see a tornado at night? I've never seen one. Well, that's because of all the, there was a glow because of the cloud cover and there was a lot of lightning. I mean, the most lightning I've ever seen in my life. And, you know, green lightning, purple lightning, everything. And we saw it hit the band practice building and it blew the roof off. You just saw the roof explode. And then it came over the trees, knocked down a few trees and hit the land of Kai house directly now luckily nobody was in land alpha house at the time because it would have i mean it would have killed somebody um and uh so yeah we had like 50 of us at the house and we were all in the back social the back uh not the social room but in the back um living area which is basically like a a dorm attached to a, a social room so um but we had like mattresses up against the wall the doors you could hear the shingles getting ripped off the roof. I mean, it was some serious stuff. And 
you know, girls were screaming because they just came over to hang out. We had a hurricane party, basically. And, you know, no alcohol at our fraternity. So it was just natural fear and hysteria. Um, so then all then we heard this massive crash. And we, I went outside and the pine straw that was blowing was drawing blood. It was scratching my arms from pine straw blowing. That's how the wind, how bad the wind was. And then you, I looked down and you could see this massive, like 200 year old Oak tree blocking the entire driveway for our house. And and so we had to, but then there was a guy that got injured at the fraternity house up, up the hill and there was an ambulance trying to get through. So about 70 of us, I would, I would say about 70 of us went out there and lifted that Oak tree out of the way enough for that ambulance to get through. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, see, do you see any, uh, women, um, pedaling by on, um, bicycles in midair? No, not, not that crazy, but, um, okay. no cows either. Um, but did you, uh, did you, were you wearing, um, were you wearing any kind of, um, you know, slippers or anything clicking your heels? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, so hurricane Opal came through, knocked down two thirds of all the oak trees in the quad, which is why if you go to Troy's quad now, there's no oak trees because they just, the others died eventually. And they, wow. you know, these massive, beautiful oak trees gone, knocked down one in front of the sorority dorm. Cause they had a dorm at that time for all the sororities. And we, we had to go and help cut that one down. I've got a kind of a famous picture in our fraternity is all of us up on that tree laid down. Um, but yeah. Um, you know, other than some craziness, you know, we did, we did a hide and seek game out at Camp Wiregrass. I probably shouldn't use the camp name, but anyway, I don't care. I'm not church. I'm not that involved with that church. So now, Jason, that is some crazy stuff right there. You you had a hide and seek well, game. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. No, no, no. It was a hide you and man seek. You man are wild. Hide <laughs> and seek game, and it was like we broke up into teams, but we probably should have talked the teams over a little bit. Well, and because some of the people made food bombs, basically they put like beanie weenies and chili and a bunch of stuff into bags plastic bags that they knew would rip upon dropping them on somebody. Yeah. We had one guy go crazy and start just running and wound up running to one of the public roads and flagging some guy down who then, you know, took him to somewhere to where he could get home. And yeah, we wound up having to explain that one because just happened to be our representative from our international office was coming in that week later on that week (laughs) and he just happened to be coming in as we were getting back from all that and had just heard from that guy who was a pledge at the time and it wasn't the thing was we were doing it to everybody wasn't brothers against pledges so it wasn't really hazing because we were all doing it (laughs) you know we were doing it to everybody and uh that guy gave us this big lecture and we thought oh god they're gonna take our charter away we just got our charter you know because i was actually a charter brother i'm on the i'm on the permanent charter that hangs in the in the fraternity house. I'm one of the founding or the charter brothers. Um, we chartered my freshman year. Um, but you know, there's that there's, I mean, I can tell you stories about, you know, we did formals in different places. One, the best formal we ever did formals, basically like a fraternity prom, uh, and big party we did every spring and we did it at Bellingrath gardens, but on their riverboat. So we took out their riverboat, the band played upstairs and we had our food downstairs and it went out on Mobile Bay, went past USS Alabama and went around like the coolest thing I've ever done. Like that was so awesome. Um, but yeah, so I've got, a, you know, I got a bunch of stuff like that and it, and it, 
some of which I'm not comfortable talking about, not because it's, you know, illegal, but just because it's like, ugh, boys. Um, but we had a, somebody left a broom too close to the water heater and it caught fire one night. And uh, inevitably, one of our fraternity brothers goes running down there, grabs a fire extinguisher. And what does he do before he, what does he forget to do before he sprays it? He forgets to pull the pin. So he just bends the handle down. Why does this won't work? We're like, Blair, pull the pin. We're all like looking out from our, our bunks on the top bunk going, Blair, go pull the pin. Hmm. Yeah. Aside from that, you know, there's. Yes, you must pull the pin. So. Soaping down the linoleum and sliding on old mattresses. If anybody remembers college mattresses, they're real thin, like college mattresses go on top of the springs, you know, and we would just take those and slide down the hall because that's just what there was to do on the weekends in the Lenore in Alabama. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of stuff, you know, I mean, there's a lot of brotherhood stuff that wasn't secretive, but it was just stuff we did like associated with our ceremonies for when pledges became brothers, um, they always thought that they had to like do these ceremonies. Well, or they weren't going to become a brother. They didn't realize we'd already voted the man as brothers. <laughs> and we were just, the, the ceremony was just literally ceremonial. Uh, and we had a, a one of our faculty advisors um, had some land outside of Troy. And uh, again, if anybody from my fraternity is listening, this is not really supposed to be top secret. So I can tell you. And all we did were brotherhood building things like you, it was a, a fictitious walk, you know, where, oh, your brother's broke his leg. You've got to carry him another, you know, 100 yards or something. So they had to carry it's like almost like a team building exercise, but in the dark. Um, and then they get back thinking that they were going to, you know, have to go do some more ceremonies because we we blindfold them. You know, we put you know, everybody puts blindfolds over people. Why not sure. on the week on the weekends? What, what better to do? I do it and to myself break, sometimes. <laughs> anyway uh, we'd bring it we'd bring it back to this one of the buildings he had on there and they think they were going to get another ceremony and it wound up being a big grill out and fun and food i mean that's how secretive we were so if anybody ever says we had secrets like eh, the only thing secret about our ceremonies were that they were secret that's it <laughs> you know um but i like that about it you know i obviously i joined only joined that fraternity because it was different um i wasn't going to join your normal silly hmm. you know polo whatever was what were the things that uh used to the the little bands that would people would hang their uh sunglasses on they put their sunglasses on and hang off what they called croquis wasn't that it croquis? right yeah you know i wasn't going to join one of those uh, fraternities I, mm. I i went to this one and there were guys in there playing guitar in the social room and i was like okay i'm, I'm home you know and, and it felt like a youth group it felt like an extension of my youth group from high school and that's why i did it mm. um and honestly, that was the best. That was the best times for me in high in college. Were that. Um, so we went from the craziest times to your best times. I see where you're going with this. Jay. Best and crazy sometimes can be the same thing. <laughs> I mean, obviously, sitting through Hurricane Opal was pretty crazy. Yeah, we took off for the rest of that weekend because we knew we were going to be out of school mm-hmm. for a few days, and we took off up to North Alabama to that to, is Col- pretty- to the to the bustling metropolis of Coleman, Alabama. That's um, a pretty crazy memory, though. I mean, not many people have sat through a hurricane. I mean, uh, what's, yeah, what's, what's funny is I got to a phone and I called mom on, on this. There's this thing called a, um, a pay phone kids. Um, and I, uh, I use my long distance calling card, like one of those 10, 10, two, two, one things, you know, where you dial like 20 numbers and then the number. Um, and, uh, I, I called home and I said, well, I survived. Mom's like, survive what? Survive what? <laughs> mom didn't even know. 
And I was like, well, that's the best way to tell your mom about something like that is wait till afterwards. Um, I will say there was one more crazy thing I did. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, it's not like illegal. Again, we were at a, we were at a friend's, this was not fraternity. This was with a bunch of other people that I knew from a Baptist campus ministry, which is where I hung out in college. Um, you know, Baptists, <laughs> they're crazy. Um, but You're no, sorry. I, um, I, uh, <laughs> we went to a guy's farm, his dad's farm, and he, he was, did cattle, you know, raised cattle too, along with a bunch of other stuff, cotton, you know, peanuts, everything. I got talked into riding a bull. Ah, I bet that was I was fun. young, stupid, and in shape. Um, ah. And I rode for 8.6 seconds. Wow. I've done it. I don't know if you've ever told me that one. Don't want to do it again, ever again in my life. Pretty, <laughs> pretty terrifying. Because ah, they, tell you to, they tell you to jump off and run. Well, I jumped off and fell. And I was like, oh, snot. <laughs> and like I got up and ran. I don't think I've ever ran faster in my life. Um, yeah. And got over that and like somehow like, hand planted and vaulted over the fence. I was like, the gymnastics came in handy today. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a, that was one of, that's probably the most dangerous thing. Ever well, you, need to, you need to hold that story for uh, the two truths and a lie. Next time you're doing icebreakers with people. Right. Because they'll never believe that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was out, out in the middle of nowhere, Alabama, which is a lot of around toys in the middle of nowhere, but um, you could spit and hit the middle of nowhere, um, but <laughs> not so much anymore. It's built up a lot more, um, but you know, I just, there are just times like that. I mean, we did random camping trips. I mean, we just, we, <laughs> that's crazy. Jason camping trips. We went down the, uh, <laughs> uh, down the river down there near, um, um, oh, what's the name of that little town? Ozark, Alabama. We we went down uh, some river on canoes and then one of our fraternity brothers decided to invent a new sport called canoeding. I'll just let you figure out what that is. Ah, uh, no, thanks. You know, and the guy, we thought the guy was being funny because the entire ride from where you, you park to where they, the put in is for the canoes. He was playing uh, dueling banjos ah. from, from deliverance. We're like, yeah, that's funny. Thanks man. Uh, you know? So anyway, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot of those stories. Um, oh, by the way, the, hur um, the hurricane story that I had, I don't remember yeah. which hurricane it was, but I was in Daytona at the time. Mm. Um, I was on a, um, we'll call it a um, summer beach um, retreat slash project that they had. <laughs> we'll go into that right now, but anyway, we had episode. to, it was during college and um, we had to evacuate Daytona beach and we went to Deland. And yep. um, it was funny because seeing the, it was probably just us mentally. It probably wasn't the entire town, but they were starting to, they were closing down restaurants, mm -hmm. hotels. People were trying to figure out how they're going to get out of town or what they were going to do. And it was a little, it was a little scary trying to figure out, okay, I need to gas up. I need to time this out right, or I won't even be able to get out of town right. you know, and, that, and that sort of thing. So, and going to the land and you're like, you know, we we're like sleeping on pews and stuff, just sort of, we didn't really sleep that night, but we sort of just kind of waited to see how bad it would get. It didn't even get bad. I think we just had a slight rain all the way over to the land because it sort of came up and went away. But uh, yeah. That was a pretty scary thing. Mm. Well, Jason, I like those two topics. Those are uh, yeah, just something random. Um, yeah, them's those good. You know, there's, you know, we could just 
you know, we could spend 12 episodes talking about college. I mean, just all, all together. There's so many things you experience, you know, you, oh, yeah, sure. you look back and you're like that four years was seemed like a lot longer than it was. Well, Jason, um, you should have, you should have made the dance topic um, favorite college memories. Cause then you could have, uh, no, yeah, well, entire I mean, time for that. That's fine. I mean, we need. I needed to do my. I have to get sleep, so I can't stay up till ten thirty doing this. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just you know, you never know where where the Lord's gonna to bring you through life, you know, or how He's gonna get you to where you are now, and it's kind of what makes you who you are, right? I'm not trying Absolutely. to get all philosophical, but you know, everybody has their crazy stories. Everybody has their, you know, wow, I can't believe I did that. How did I ever do that? I would never do that now. You know, those yeah. kind of things, you know. Well, you know, you're, excuse me, you're right. I'm like you. I drove over three and a half, basically three and a half hours to go to college. Yep. Same, same amount I did. Yeah. If somebody put that in front of me now and said, Gene, I want you to go to college for another four years and I want you to drive three and a half hours and you come home a couple of times a month, I'd be like, no way. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm going three and a half hours, I'm staying there, you know. Uh, my God. my problem my problem was is I rarely had a car that was reliable enough to get home. So, so we'll have a topic one night about Jason's cars because that might last us three hours. Oh Lord, Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, I should do a book about that. I should do an actual book and have like pictures of the car and then have stories surrounding that car and funny things that happened with that car, each car. Well, yeah. I can tell you what my favorite car of yours was. That you oh, wow. What's that? Do you feel like you can guess it? Hmm. I'm trying to remember all the ones since 2000 that I've had. Is it the oldest one I've owned as well? Uh, no. My, my 66 Mustang. <clears throat> I don't you know you what I forgot. I actually you forgot barely about, knew me then. Yeah, you I only actually, like first met me. I actually forgot about your '66 Mustang. So you're, you're probably my GTI. My old I was GTI. thinking of your old GTI you had. Yeah, the '87 slash '92 slash '93 GTI. Right, that one was a cool one. But that yeah, that was Mustang the funnest. Would be my favorite. Honestly, that was the most fun car I've ever had. Was that GTI? Right. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a yeah. I wish I'd never sold that Mustang because even in dilapidated state, it'd be worth like four times as much as it was then. <laughs> Oh, right now for sure um our other our our other mutual friend that has a mustang that was actually his first car um even in its condition right now sitting in his shop is worth golly 15 to 20 oh i'm sure and i'm, easily. And I'm like wow <laughs> you know and he couldn't drive it worth the schnot right now but i mean yeah it's <laughs> just amazing um uh, but yeah there's there's uh there's a lot, of, a lot of different topics, you know. We've got a lot of things we can talk about. Um, That's true. That can there make a whole a show or a whole series. You know, we can almost make a separate podcast for cars. Honestly, oh, definitely, um, definitely. Well, Jason, yeah. I appreciate the uh, talk tonight, and I appreciate your topic. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, kind of got you, got you laughing and thinking about things and. I like that you have the wheel every now and then. You and forgetting well. about your day. That's that's the thing. Like you lose yourself in the lose yourself in the fun, Gene. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, let's end it. Uh, All right, bro. Thanks for thanks for joining us, everybody, and Jason. And we'll see y'all next time. Adios. <laughs>